Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in. Take these broken wings. Richard Page turning. Are you ready for the 69 years of age lead singer for Mr. Mr. Who had a couple of huge hits back in the mid-1980s. You know, the 1980s, the time in which the Battle of Alberta was off the charts with two of the best teams in the National Hockey League, albeit one team that spells dynasty O-N-E. Just tell them or let them tell you. Uh, Having some fun with you. At least that's what you hear from the Flames fans once in a while. Battle of Alberta coming up. It's going to be awesome. This after the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames took care of business in game number seven. And we have a jam-packed edition of Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We'll get into the uh, Oilers Now Audio Vault uh, quickly today, uh, and we will tell you that we've got Wayne Gretzky coming down the pipe at 12.15. Also joining us on today's show, NHL insider John Shannon, the Edmonton Oilers' Derek Ryan, who played last season for the Calgary Flames, and we'll have our second-round playoff predictions with Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, Reed Wilkins, Brendan Escott, and myself. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree, 100% restriction-free with daily food specials and spectacular live music each weekend. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stafford. Tweet Brendan, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. We have a Battle of Alberta. 4-1 in the Battle of Alberta for the Edmonton Oilers. The only loss coming in 1985-86 on the Steve Smith bank shot. Grant Fear to this day will tell you he should have had that one too. Gretzky coming down the path for you at about uh, Wayne Gretzky, the great one at 12.15 into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Jack Michaels with the call, Game 7 against the Kings. 
Enough talk. We've waited long enough. It's game seven. Backdoor, and what a save made by Smith as Grunstrom took it hard to the hole. Kulak ahead to McDavid, right circle, takes it to the net with a backhander to save. Jonathan Quick. We've got to manage the emotions, manage the puck. Not give him anything easy, and I uh, thought we did a pretty good job of that, that period. Uh, put pucks to the net, and uh, I mean, that's where we're going to create this down low, so uh, i got to keep going. McDavid out in front with a backhander save. Quick rebound, and McDavid slid it wide, and then tries to put it in the slot. Ripped wide. What a chance. And Chris Russell didn't hit the net. CeCe to Connor McDavid. Peering inside. Dishing. CeCe shoots and scores. 1-0 Edmonton in game seven. This crowd explodes. I was happy to see it go in and have the building go crazy like that. It's a pretty good adrenaline rush, and yeah, it's what I'll remember for a while. Connor McDavid behind the net, comes in front, tries to feed Yamamoto, who shot it off the post. And Yamamoto will carry it out. Tried to chip it for McDavid. He's got it to the net. A backhander slid wide. McDavid backhand wrap around. Score! Put it over the prostrate. Jonathan Quick on a delayed penalty call. able to collect himself and lift it just underneath the crossbar. 2-0 Oilers. CC to McDavid. Nudge back in. The Oilers are moving on to round two. Kopitar fires. Smith the save. He's going to shut Los Angeles out in game seven. Edmonton two. LA nothing. That's your final. Jack Michaels, understated with the uh, conclusion of that game. Yeah, and the Edmonton Oilers knock off the LA Kings. The fans were awesome. But you know, the Oilers, it's its incredible, given everything that the fans have gone through. And, uh, you know, this is to get gifted, not one but two of the best players in the world. And only now starting to fully realize it as an organization to have the loyalty from the fans. Hope everybody appreciates it. Hope so, because it's got great fans. All right, uh, Jay Woodcroft talking about great. Connor McDavid elevated final third period of game five and then in to help Edmonton get the rally, force the overtime, then game six and game seven. It's as good as we've ever seen Connor McDavid play. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft on McDavid's greatness in the series. You guys were a witness to what I was witness to. I just had a nice level seat. For me, you know, I remember when he cracked 100 points and then, you know, he set a career high in, in points this year and so many um, great individual highlights. And, and the, the one thing I kept going back to is that he, he's driven to win. He's a fantastic teammate. Uh, he's a leader who leads by example. And um, I'm happy for him to really, really, good hockey games on his part uh there you go uh leon Drysaddle played and you know what he was hurting for certain after a real greasy uh maneuver by mikey anderson in game number six in los angeles a lot of guys uh, you know it's a bad high ankle for most players and uh, jay woodcroft had this to say on dry finding a way to battle through the injury 
he's a warrior, just an absolute warrior. Uh, he's a big, strong guy who, um, like Connor, is driven to win. I think that type of mindset when you see people play through stuff is contagious. And they were a big reason, a huge reason why we're at where we're at, which is we're advancing to, to round number two. Can hear the fans outside. That was awesome. By the way, after the game, uh, Leon Dreisaitl was asked by Terry Jones to specify uh, his injuries, plural. Um, I'm fine. That was the response from Leon Dreisaitl. Meanwhile, Dreisaitl just continues to admire the greatness that uh, Connor McDavid brings on a uh, nightly basis. He's the best player in the world, and and I think he showed that in the last in the last two games. And and I think it's not it's not skill. It's not. There's lots of skill, obviously, with him. That's that's a given. But um, it's the will, right? You can you can see it in his eyes. You can you can feel it every shift that he's out there. He's he's determined, and 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 there there's just no way that he or us we were going to be denied right so um he led the way um he was amazing all right as for Connor mcdavid uh he had these comments what he learned in the series against los angeles well i think it just goes to show that you know series are long um and there's ups and downs throughout the whole series um you know, obviously game one and, and uh you know not the result we wanted and, and smitty owned up and you know took a lot of uh, a lot of blame on himself which i didn't think he necessarily deserved he played well uh, our group wasn't good enough in front of him but you know then the disappointing disappointment of game with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Five, um, you know, but to come back in and, and, and game seven and, and get a win just goes to show how long a series is, and you got to stick with it. All right, there you have it. Uh, that is Connor McDavid. Again, the Edmonton Oilers come back from three down. Uh, there were a percentage of you texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. They were like, oh, no, this group doesn't have it. Um, but the majority... A uh, strong majority of the fans out there believed that the Oilers could uh, reel it. I thought L.A. played about as good a series as they could have, frankly. Uh, but they were right for the picking. Uh, no uh, Drew Doughty. Don't think this didn't mean a lot to Todd McClellan, because it did mean a lot to Todd McClellan. Uh, many would say he was unceremoniously dumped by the Edmonton Oilers organization, uh, and perhaps unfairly. Uh, it was a very interesting piece written by Kurt Levins in The Cult of Hockey that basically suggested that uh, Ken Holland's needed some time to dig out some, from some of the significant mistakes of the past. Um, but anyway, bottom line, uh, arrow up for the Oilers right now. Now we get the Battle of Alberta. And now you get the greatest player in the history of the game. Your Oilers Now headliner today is brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, when he served as a vice chair of the Oilers organization, he traded all the employees great. That's part of who he is. He is now currently doing a uh, excellent job on a tremendous um, panel with TNT. We welcome back to the show Wayne Gretzky. Wayne, it's Bob. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm pretty good. Pretty pumped up, yeah. let me tell you. You were too. Yeah. You were. Pre- it's, 
Yeah, it's nice to be on the show when the, everyone's on a high in that town. Yeah. <laughs> Over the last couple of years, uh, we haven't had a lot of fun moments like this, but it's a wonderful time for hockey fans in Edmonton and, of course, all of Alberta. What did you see uh, watching the Oilers close out the Kings on, uh, or mm-hmm. his, I guess even in the last couple of games, because Edmonton obviously yeah. saved their best for the last, Wayne. Yeah, first of all, um, to reiterate what you said about Tom McClellan, he, he did a tremendous job coaching that hockey club this year. And, you know, to be able to overcome the absence of Drew Doughty and get in the playoffs, uh, just really, really a nice job that he did. Um, I was really impressed, obviously, by the Oilers and the fact that uh, they were extremely patient, uh, L.A. played such a really tight defensive game. But uh, the experience of the Oilers of learning how to process that obviously uh, became uh, prevalent over the last couple games. And then, you know, I think two factors. Um, One is a team. uh, They're much more of a team now than they were 40 games ago. Everyone's contributing. Uh, The moves that Kenny made to get Kulak and Evander Kane uh, have propelled them to another level. And then I think that uh, Mike Smith, uh, the, the ability to play at the level he's playing at right now is pretty strong. And then when the best player in the game goes to another level in Game 6 and Game 7, uh, that pretty much cemented the fate of the L.A. Kings. So really nice series for the Oilers. It was a great series for the Kings, but... Uh, when the best player is on your team, uh, a lot of good things will happen, and that's that. Prob- to me, that was the difference in the last two games. You know, Wayne, when you talk to people, you can't imagine what it would be like to be in the shoes of Connor McDavid. But we mm-hmm. have you on the air, and you were the best player. So, <laughs> what is it like? Like you know, when you, you're coming off the heels, as an example, when you guys got upset by LA back in, mm-hmm. and, and you'd already had the playoff success with Montreal and gone six with the Islanders, but the weight of expectation and that you got stunned by LA, you must mm-hmm. have some empathy because you know how much passion exists in this market yeah. and the tremendous pressure yeah. and how much Connor wants it. Yeah, well, first of all, as you know, you're with him a lot more than I am, but I talk to him periodically, and he really wants to do uh, the best he can for Edmonton and deliver another Stanley Cup. Um, It can be trying at times. Um, If you're going to take the roses uh, with the success of a club, you're going to take the heat (laughs) with the downside of a hockey club. But he's handling himself extremely well. He loves to play. Um, I'm so impressed. Not just the series against L.A. in Game 6 and Game 7, and we all talked about it on the show that he'd just gone to another level. But, you know, the last 20 games of this regular season, he just really took the bull by the horns. And so this was the first year I got to vote for any of the NHL awards. And it was a real close battle between him and Austin Matthews and Austin was spectacular throughout the whole year but I just really felt that over the last 20 games Connor was the difference uh, maker for his hockey club and consequently so I voted for him on the basis that those last 20 games mean so much and he just 
he played uh, at a different level, and that's what you want to do, the best player. Everybody's got to come uh, play hurt, come playoff time. Uh, we had Jason mm-hmm. Smith in the house the other night. Robin Brownlee once said he had the pain threshold of a cadaver. Uh, you know, you played with Kevin Lowe. He played with a broken wrist once in the playoffs. Yeah. Leon Dreisaitl, I mean, he rolled. I mean, it was a, a greasy play against uh, Mikey Anderson. Mm-hmm. He is one. Not every guy can play in that situation. He's a yeah. tough, you know what, isn't he? He really is. He's a wonderful young man. Um, he means so much to the hockey team. Uh, he, he means so much that a lot of the guys on the panel uh, voted for him for the Hart Trophy because he's such a uh, meaningful player to the Edmonton Oilers. And that's a, that's a great thing for the Edmonton team. But when you can play in a game seven, and he's probably only 50% and played the level he played at, it was pretty spectacular. But it just shows you the heart of the hockey club. And when your best players play injured and show the rest of the team, I'm here to win and I'm going to do anything at all costs to win a championship. Um, and that's what he showed his teammates. Uh, just really uh, professional effort by uh, Leon. And again, you know, I know those guys, they're good kids and I wish them all the success. They're, they're as good as hockey players as they are, they're just they're nice people too, and that's that's just as important. Hockey Hall of Famer Wayne Gretzky from TNT joining us on Oilers now. Wayne, you lived in L.A. when mm-hmm. Daryl Sutter coached the Kings to two cups. Mm-hmm. He has a very specific style. Uh, the the Calgary Flames have a big, tough, heavy team with a great first line, three forty goal scores. This and a really good goaltender in Jacob Markstrom. This is going to be a tough series, isn't it? Yeah, this is going to be a seven game series. And for both teams, they're going to get a different um, sort of game plan from the other side. Uh, for Edmonton, you know, they played against L.A. that were basically playing a trap and not a lot of forecheck. Dallas is probably more similar to that of, uh, of L.A. Kings. And now you've got two teams that pressure the puck. Daryl Sutter loves to send two guys in. Um, he loves to be aggressive on the puck, and obviously so do the Oilers. So the the uh, the difference in this series will be the fact that the Edmonton Oilers defense are going to get pressured a lot more than they than they were against L.A. and vice versa. The Calgary defense is going to see a lot more speed and a lot more aggressive forecheck than that of the Dallas Stars. So you know what? <laughs> we really haven't talked about Jay Woodcroft, but he's done – such a wonderful job there since he took over. Um, we said it the first week on TV that, you know, it just seems to be more of a team now. And, you know, again, um, the acquisition of Kulak and, and uh, Evander Kane has been nothing but a positive for that hockey team. So this is going to be a seven-game series. It's going to be it'll truly be the Battle of Alberta. Uh, and I think the fans there, they waited a long time patiently for this uh, this kind of a uh, series. So it should be really exciting and uh, should be a lot of fun. Wayne, I have two more quick ones for you. Mm-hmm. Your last play in the Battle of Alberta as a member of the Edmonton Oilers in Calgary mm-hmm. was blowing the puck over the shoulder of Mike Vernon in Game 2 back in 1988 shorthanded. That was your that was the last play as an Oiler for you in, in Calgary. Uh, yeah. Is that the is that the best goal you ever scored? 
<laughs> well, most meaningful, right? Yeah. <laughs> we we knew that that year Calgary was a good team and they had finished ahead of us in the standings. And so we had to open the first two games in Calgary. And we didn't play particularly well in game one. And we were losing three to one. And I think Mass got a big goal and Yuri Curry scored a couple goals. And I remember reading Bob Johnson's quotes in the paper the next day that he said, I don't even know why, how we lost because we, we were definitely the better team. And I remember thinking, yeah, they probably were. Um, and so before that game, we were all sitting there. And obviously by that point in time, we'd experienced a lot of playoff drama. And we just knew that game two, uh, if we would win game two, that we'd be in a really good position. So that's when our team really uh, – from being at Stanley Cup champions, uh, similar to what Tampa Bay did to Toronto, that game too, we just knew exactly what we had to do to overcome our <laughs> not such, such a great effort of game one. And then we won game two and kind of sailed through there. But yeah, it was probably my, one of my favorite goals I ever scored and probably the most meaningful one. Because if you come back 1-1, uh, anything can happen in a series and come home 2 nothing up uh, obviously was a positive. I also remember Marty McSorley uh, rearranging the internal organs of Mike Bullard. In, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just the way it was it, back then. It, it was the wild, wild west back then. <laughs> F- final one for you. You mentioned the Leafs. Um, you work in that TNT uh, panel, and you guys are, uh, boy, they give you some creative license on that. It's it's real fun stuff, uh, much very similar to Charles Barkley and Shaq and what they do at the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the owners have got McDavid, the Leafs have got Matthews. They're the two best young stars in the in the, in the the NHL right now. Mm-hmm. Toronto, you could argue, worst possible matchup, but the problem is they've had nine chances now to close out teams in the playoffs. They haven't been able to do it. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I really felt felt for the Toronto Maple Leafs, especially in Game 6 in overtime, because we were watching the game, and if you're watching it closely, Toronto did everything but score the winning goal. And that's you don't give a championship team life, and that's what happened. They didn't score. Tampa Bay scored, and they go into Toronto. And I said this on the show, that Vasilevsky reminds me so much of Grant Fuhrer. The biggest game is you want the best goalie. And to this point in time, he's still the best goalie in hockey. And that was he was the difference in the series. And what's unfortunate is Campbell played his heart out. He, it, he wasn't bad. He was good, too. And that's what's so frustrating, probably, if you're a Leaf fan, because they did everything but beat Tampa Bay. Yeah. Wayne, really appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, continued uh, success on TNT, and thank you for joining us in Oilers now. And yeah. speaking to, hey, the fans here, and you've always said it, they're all in, and uh, they're yeah, awesome they're fans. They're all in. And uh, if Edmonton wins, I guess our show is traveling, and I guess uh, in the semifinals, maybe we'll be in Edmonton. So we'll get you on to do a segment with us on the show if the Oilers can get by this round. Stop. I'll make sure you get on. You can probably be our uh, referee in the sky because Don Koharski's 0 for 15. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Just wait. Call Gary and tell him to call stuff. The Oilers' power plays killed Calgary all year. Awesome stuff. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Wade. All right, man. You guys have a great day. Good luck to the Oilers fans. Good for them. Uh, long time waiting, and uh, they're great fans, and it'll be a wonderful series.
Awesome stuff. That is Wayne Gretzky. He is our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Will Hawk Beef Jerfy. It might just be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. That's Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It is 1228 in Edmonton. Uh, late into the break, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, John Shannon, our uh, NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.